What's up, guys? It's Chloe and Emily, and we are here for our first ever podcast where we're going to be talking about everything from how to get over your ex to how to get the guy that you're talking to to figuring out if he's actually into you. So listen up. I'm Emily Hoffman. I'm Chloe Stone. And let's get into it. So the first thing we're going to talk about is some shit that went down when I visited Chloe up in Portland. Hell yes. Okay, yeah, so that was literally this last week. We were together. And crazy shit happened. Like, I don't even know, like, what or how to explain it. (laughs) But we can start off with us going to Creepy Guy's house. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so on our very last day, Chloe and I... We were planning on having, like, a relaxing day. We were going to go to the drive-in. We were going to watch some Big Brother. We were just going to chill. Okay. And then our friend Julia was like, guys, clear your schedule. We have an adventure planned. And Chloe and I are down. We're super into it. Okay. And then... what we're doing, too. Yeah. They aren't telling us. We have no idea what's going on. And they're like, okay, we're going to a cabin. We have no idea whose cabin it is. Um... And when we're, like, ten minutes away from the cabin, we're all ready to go. We're almost there. Um, We get a text, and they're like, oh, there are six guys here, by the way. So it's Chloe and I and our two other girlfriends who are hooking up with different guys who are already staying there. And we're like, all right, cool. We're just going to go have a relaxing weekend. And, Chloe, why couldn't you have talked to anyone while we were there? Fun, fun fact, I do have a boyfriend. So that kind of got me off off the market yeah a little bit off the market so she was really not an object to be played with that night okay she was not meant to be treated the way she was and we are going to talk all about that so yeah so how did this start okay so there was this guy we just call him creepy guy because he he was was (laughs) he was creepy insanely scary weird guy canceled yeah so uh, First, it was, like, fine. He was kind of just talkative to both me and Emily. Um, He, I don't know, was just kind of outgoing. I was like, oh, he's just being friendly. This is his house, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, important part of the story. This is Creepy Guy's cabin. And, like, we know one other guy there and like I knew him from one of the frats at the University of Oregon where we both go and he was super cool like I had known his name but I had never met him yeah and so we like really didn't know what we were getting into but we were along for the ride so either way creepy guy starts talking to us a bunch and it seems fine so chloe and i were hanging out at the cabin and then she decided that she was gonna go on a walk with a couple of the different people who went so i stayed at the cabin um by myself it was pretty much me creepy guy these two other guys and then this one other guy and our girlfriend who was like hooking up with the other guy so um we were going to the sunset spot and the entire time he is just talking to me about I don't even know what. I was trying to give him little attention. I was, like, not into it. Um, and at first, in my head, I'm like, he's just being friendly. It's, like, no big deal. I don't know. I was playing it off as, like, nothing. He keeps showing me skiing things. Like, I don't know, talking about random shit. And then we get back, and he's, like, 
like clinging on to me just like staring at me when we're like playing like games literally would follow chloe around okay and like when i tell you we had the creepiest vibes right off the bat okay and this was the thing this was the thing we were hanging out like before before chloe went on the walk and we were gonna like play games and stuff and like we were gonna switch around and like chloe and i are always partners and stuff but like tonight like he would not like go with the idea that chloe and i wanted to be partners he's like no 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 like we should switch and i already had creepy vibes like it has to be like one guy one girl yeah and i was like no 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 like we have to be partners so either way we get back homie's hella hella creepy okay like being super weird with us um at one point i sat down on the bench like kind of trying to walk away from him he sits down next to me and i'm like okay whatever i like turn around at one point he taps me like physically like touches me and like just to like talk to me i don't know at one point i get up and look over like because we're on a deck like i look over the railing he stands up doesn't go to the like railing right by him but walks over to where i am and stands next to me sometimes i would be looking away he would like grab my elbow to like talk to me and get my attention creepy vibes bad vibes vibes overall but this is like where it really got creepy so chloe goes to the bathroom and she i'm like pretty sure she's gonna go call her boyfriend um and i look over and i like know chloe's going to the bathroom and guess who's waiting outside the bathroom Creepy guy. Waiting outside the bathroom. Literally waiting outside the bathroom. see his shadow on the other side of the door. Literally. Okay. So, like, I go over. Um, we're outside. Or I'm outside. I'm waiting on the balcony. And he comes up to me and finds me. And he's like, hey, Chloe's been in the bathroom for, like, a really long time. Is she okay? Like, what's going on? I was like, oh, she's probably on the phone with her boyfriend. Well, he really didn't like that and was just pissed and goes over to one of his friends and just starts talking and I was like this isn't like this is a little weird most of the time when I tell someone that like oh my friend has a boyfriend they're like oh okay cool whatever and they move on right this guy took the opposite approach and followed Chloe even more giving up at all this idea so later I'm back out with everyone I asked him to go get ping pong balls because I know he has more and we were losing some because we were on this deck they were falling so I was like hey can you get more ping pong balls he looks at me and says yeah like it's in the video room come with me and I'm like no like (laughs) and at first I'm just like oh like no like can you just like go get them and my oblivious ass is standing next to freaking chloe on my phone not aware that any of this is happening homegirl had no rescue like right so i was just like oh like but can you go get them and he was like yeah but like come with me very adamant and then i finally say i think you can do it by yourself right he rolls his eyes and walks away. And after this, this was his turning point for the night. So bad. Plastic. He was moping around in the dark. Just he would sit inside and watch us outside. He would sit on the couch and just watch us. And we're like hella creeped out at this point. And yeah, then true, this was the was worst part. Having fun together. This like, is the worst part bro we were having so much fun homies staring at us okay and this is where it got like really really freaky so our friends leave it's just us hanging out like me and chloe were the only girls downstairs and it's time for us to go to bed we're ready to go to bed okay with this it's late 
So it's his house. We ask him where we can sleep. He takes us upstairs to this bedroom. It has two different beds. And he, <laughs> so for some reason, had the idea that he would be sleeping in one of the beds in the same room as us. Meanwhile, no. meanwhile, okay. I'm sorry. This is a huge cabin. Okay, his dad built it. This thing is fat. Homie's doing really, really well, but wants to stay in the exact same room as us. I'm sorry. No. Like, what's the yeah. point? Okay, and then this was... He doesn't ugh. know us. He has other friends staying in different beds. So yeah. we were like, you can stay with, like, one of your friends. Like, we are like, go stay in, like, this other room. No. And he was like, no, but, like, someone else is, like, in there. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep in here. And we are like, no so ultimately i just like am like no 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 like we're not having this kind of thing i'm like no but like you really can't like is it okay if we stay in here alone like my stomach hurts i'm literally pulling up every front i'm gonna say i'm on my period like i don't care anything i can think of i'm down and finally he's like okay fine so i'm not even like giving him the option i grabbed this stuff off of the bed that like he had his laptop like whatever he needed i grabbed it there was literally nothing in that room that he could have wanted that night there was no reason for him to come back right but that's so not what happened he finally leaves and this is after oh. like probably five minutes of trying to convince him but guess what our dumbasses left all of our stuff downstairs. So we have to yeah. go back down to go past the creepy guy to go get our stuff. And guess who's waiting for us downstairs? Creepy, creepy guy. guy. Just staring at us like usual. Just waiting for us. So we grab our stuff. We run back upstairs. We lock the we door. We barricade the door. We push a bench over. There are two doors. So we locked one. The other one doesn't have a lock. So we push this, like, bench thing over. <laughs> we don't think it's heavy enough. We put all of our stuff on this bench. Everything. Um, and I'm leaving the next day. So we have, like, backpacks upon backpacks. Okay? We were really trying. We close the window. We lock it. We think we're secure. And we start getting ready for bed. And guess what we put on to watch? We're trying to relax ourselves to not feel, like, super freaked out with rapey vibes. We put on Frozen 2. And we were chilling. Except we weren't. I'd like to add that the, that same week when we went to the coast, we got these little keychain things. Mm. And it's a little key knife. It's a knife disguised as a key. Emily whips this out. <laughs> It's one in the morning. Everyone else is supposed to be passed out. And we're finally relaxing. The creepy feeling is gone. You know that sixth sense feeling that you get when, like, the back of the, like, the back of your neck is all tingly. You're freaked out. That was gone. And then the and door then handle rattles. Someone is trying to fucking open this door and get into our room. There is and no reason. Obviously, it's creepy guy. Everyone else is off in bed. The only other person up right now is creepy guy, and he's fucking trying to get into our room. And we're freaked out, okay? It's like, you know when you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're like, oh, like, I'm kind of awake, I'm not awake. No, no, no. Chloe and I, wide awake, freaked out. I'm holding the key knife. like, shaking. 
okay so he's like trying to get in it and it's not like rattle 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 like oh like knocking on the door like hi can i come in it's like rattle rattle no response rattle rattle no response we're like okay maybe that's it Every five minutes. They were coming back. Okay, like he was trying to get in. We're like, we don't know if this guy has a key. We don't know what he wants. We got weird vibes. Like, and honestly, the scariest thing is that other guys that we know who are our age, and most guys in general, if we like tell them, oh, like, yeah, we want to be alone, they're like, okay, for sure, no problem. Don't really want to invade your space or make you feel uncomfortable. No, he freaked us out all night. Okay, we go finally, finally. I'm like Chloe, go to bed. I'm gonna stay up. We both pass out. We both pass out. Okay, and then 5:30 in the morning, another knock, uh, or not even a knock. Okay, another like rattle of the door handle. Freaked out. Who would be there? Okay, we were super scared, and this was freaky, and this is just a big PSA. Like, guys, please don't be that guy. If a guy or a girl has a guy, leave her alone. She doesn't want to talk to you. No, even if we don't have a guy. Exactly. If a girl says no and seems uninterested, don't fucking try to sneak into their room at night. Period. Okay, have some human decency, okay? Would we do that? No, don't do that to us. Okay, and that's not us, like, trashing all men. It's just this was a very scary situation, and, like, we are lucky that nothing happened because this could have been a very different story, and, like, we need to be very respectful of, like, the different people who have been through, like, sexual assault. But, like, guys, this is, like, a funny story that has to do with something creepy, but underlying, like, you need to know that, like, girls will be honest with you and show you that they don't want you around them. And, like, you need to listen to that feeling. Don't make a girl actually say, I'm uncomfortable right now. You should know. Right. Also, I would like to quickly add that the next morning we find out creepy (gasps) guy has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend and was creepy with one of our other friends before when she stayed. And she actually had to sleep in the room with him. Okay? Like, we, like, I don't know what's up with this, but it's just really not it. But overall, Portland, great trip. Um, learned a lot. Learned a lot. And... Chloe's about to go through something just like our creepy story because guys don't quit. Chloe, do you want to talk about that? Because you really should. So this was all unwinding the same night. I was going to pick something up from this guy that I like kind of know. We have been to like the same school throughout like elementary, middle, high school. Um, I wasn't very close with him, but like in college, he stayed with my roommate and I one night. My roommate and I and my boyfriend um so he met him anyways but I was gonna pick something up from him and I was texting him about it and he goes well I'm like out of town but if you give me a reason to come back then like I'd be happy to with a wink and I'm like oh what and at first I'm like again similar to creepy guy I'm like don't want to believe it I'm just like okay gonna pass this off as nothing so I'm just like okay but like can I just come pick it up? I was like, okay, I'll just come pick it up whenever. And he goes, okay, yeah, and then maybe we can do stuff, haha. And I am just like, why? You know her boyfriend. You met her boyfriend. Why are you trying to push this? First of all, guys are hearing I have a boyfriend and not thinking that's any sort of excuse to stop. They're like, oh, no, that's totally fine. Let me keep pursuing this. Yeah, what's up with that? I had to tell a guy I was underage the other day. I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. He's like, oh, but, like, for real? And I was like, 
I'm 17. Like, but keep going, Chloe. <laughs> he asked you when you turn 18, too. Yeah, he asked me when I turn 18. I was like, bro, you're really trying to catch a case? Like, guys, okay, I know y'all are hella ballsy. It's like hot girl and hot boy summer, but, like, for real, stay in your lane sometimes. Like, too many guys are making us uncomfortable. And I'm not trying to, like, shit on all of these guys. They're great guys. Every guy, like they're good guys, and we can start talking about <gasps> one of the good My... guys for you. Um, okay, um, guys, this is the tea. But... This is the ultimate. This is it. Okay, I was talking to this really great guy. Okay, and this is the OG like posted music on his story, and I responded to it. The guy I've been talking about for a couple of months. Well, yes, he may not be it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, so this is basically the first time you hung out with him since actually, like, talking to him. Since college, okay? Since before corona, okay? And, like, he planned a day. We all hung out. We went and, like, went to the docks. We hung out with different people. Then we went thrifting. And, like, Chloe, like, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but, like, I thought it was a good day. Like, we hung out. Like, he gave me, like, good vibes. Oh, yeah, when we first got there, he gave me, like, a quick side hug. I got a full hug! He went straight for her, full hug. The whole day, he was walking, like, by her. He was paying attention to me, okay? And then guess what happened? He stopped acting right, okay? He literally... so, basically, I was having some people over. He was obviously invited. We were, the whole week, talking about this. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before that happened, okay, there was a whole day in between when I was in Portland, and, like, I didn't say anything because I didn't expect him to hang out with me, but, like, you know, it could have been nice, and we hung out with people on Thursday night, and he was supposed to be there, and then last minute he canceled, and I was like, okay, whatever, it's fine, but then come around Friday, he's known about this. We were having people over. He was planning on coming. He had told his guy friends. It was a whole thing, and then lo and behold comes around 8 30 um he's like oh my friend can't go and I was like oh your friend can't go you should still come kind of thing no no he's like oh no 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 I text him I go are you really not coming which I normally don't do I do not condone that okay but you know what I'm human it happens sometimes we're a little needy and we want to see the guy when we're away on a trip and he's like oh I can't come whatever his response was what really sent me, okay? His response? I was like, oh, oh, that's a bummer. Like, I really wanted to hang out one more time before I went to Portland. Guess the response I got. It was so trash. He goes, I know. Me too. Sorry, with the not even a sad face. Not the little line, face. bro. The, the line. The slant. The slant face. What the fuck? Okay, it just hurt, and I was like, all right, for sure. So, over the last couple of days, I left it at that. And you know what I've been doing? I have not been responding. I've been using my own tricks, okay? And we are testing him. We are testing him right now. This is what you need to do, okay? This is my part two of my TikTok, okay? If the guy cancels on you last minute, do not get upset about it but also know that it's not okay you're gonna be like oh that's a bummer 
nothing else. We are not going to be like, oh, I'm really sad that you can't hang out or I expected more from you. We're not even doing that, but we're not going to reach out again. Okay. He just proved to you that your time doesn't matter. Okay. I work so many crazy hours. I swear to God, if we were in LA and he canceled on me, that would be the end of it. The end of it, because my time is so scheduled and your time is valuable too, okay? Don't let a guy just walk all over you because he thinks he can. No, no, right. no, no, never. So we will see if my amazing man on paper will change his actions so he can go with me or we're going to cut him off because it doesn't matter. Because no matter what he does, no matter what he says, it's not going to affect who I am at the end of the day and my emotions. I still had a great time, and I'm not discrediting him and saying he's not a good guy, but, like, he's just not right for me, and the timing is wrong. So, period. Exactly. All about having your own power in the situation. If you feed into them yeah. and just have them be the entire bearer of, like, what you guys do, all of that, then no. Like, you need some power. And talking about having your own power and what have you been doing with your exes? Oh, Let's- my God. Bro, okay. For research purposes, and you are not girls, please don't do this. And guys, too. Please don't do what I've been doing. I did this for you. I've been texting my ex-boyfriends and ex-flings, okay? I'm reaching out, and I'm seeing how they are. I'm hitting them up because Hell, I don't want to yeah. date them again. I kind of want to not date them as in, like, cuff, boyfriend, girlfriend, but, like, I want to go out with all of them and see if I like them. Amazing. So, yeah, you hung out with one of them. Oh, my God. Well, here, let me preface this. Hold on, hold on. Okay. When I was in high school, I was a little bit of, like, a serial dater and that, like, I would just go out with a bunch of different guys and we would all go mini golfing. And (laughs) (laughs) I did this thing. Where I would take them all to the exact same mini golf place, the exact same course, and I would get really, really good at it. But I would play just well enough to let it be a close game so they would win. So that's my little tip. If you really want to hang out with a guy and you don't know what to do, obviously post-corona, go play mini golf. Bring them all to the same place because you look like a G. Um, But I started doing the same thing with all of the boys that I brought to mini golf. And I actually hung out with the original one. He's probably my first, like, guy that I talked to in high school that actually mattered. Um, And I had the best time I've had with a guy in so long. Let me tell you, like, all of those memories, like, talking about it, it brought back. I felt like I was 15 again. Okay? Like, it's very, very interesting, and we're going to see where this goes, but, like, I was really, really contemplating whether or not I was going to text my year-long ex-boyfriend, okay? We're going to call him Water Polo Boy, because I played water polo, he played water polo. It was very cute. Um, Very cute. It was very cute, but I had been contemplating texting him. Like, I really didn't want to. It ended really badly. We haven't talked since we broke up, like, literally since we broke up two years ago when I was oh my god when I was 16 years old um and then I'm driving in the car yesterday I'm heading out to Pasadena I don't really go to Pasadena okay and then I see his car and everyone looks okay I'm seeing the Honda Fit and like if I see a Honda Fit around I'm gonna turn my head because it might be him you know it was a year of my life 
and it's him. I'm like, oh my god, I swear to god, this is a sign from God. We're gonna hit him up. So here's what I did. I sent him a video, very nonchalant, very Emily, and I go, hey, this is gonna sound like super weird, but like, I swear to god, I just saw you on the freeway. And that was it. And then we start talking again. And it was not a good conversation. Okay, some people are not meant to be your friends. You can be friends with some of your exes and some of them are just not it. They don't want to talk to you. You don't want to talk to them. Canceled. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was not it. And Em and I, our pasts with relationships are very different. Yeah. Um, so right now I have a boyfriend. This is my first and only ever boyfriend that I've had. Like, it is all new to me, and so yeah, I'm with this guy, and first end, first kiss, lost my virginity, all of that, and then after that, we hooked up a few more times, and then that was about it. It kind of fizzled out. It wasn't ever like a, like, we weren't dating or anything like that, and then the next time I hooked up with anyone, it was him a year later when I visited um, his school for Hollow Weekend. So, that was pretty awesome. Then after that in college, it was our freshman year, I was kind of getting around. Um, no, you weren't, though. Like, you really not weren't. Not that much. Not that much. Like, compared to other girls, I definitely wasn't. But was I hooking up with several guys? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were. Some <laughs> of those within the same day as each other. Stop. Yes. Uh-huh. No, That's we love it. Like, we love it. My birthday hooked okay, up with best two different guys. Ever. A different night hooked up with two different guys. So, you know, I was kind of... It's I was college. Doing, it's college. It's college, exactly. So I was doing that, and I did an amazing thing. I was able to have zero feelings. Okay, for, well, okay. How? I have no idea because I took a very different route and got my heart broken. Right. I, and I remember talking to my friends and being like, oh yeah, I'm hooking up with this guy. Also this guy that all of my friends were like, oh yeah, he's like really hot before I even hooked up with him. And then I was hooking up with him and they are like, how do you not have feelings? And I was like, I just literally, it's only physical. And I was very proud of myself for this. There was one guy where sometimes I'd be wishy-washy about, like, am I into him type of thing. And that one, we were hooking up since, like, fall to, like, literally Forever. Right before. Forever. Very off and on. But we weren't ever, like, we into each other. We weren't into each other. Or, like, he was definitely into her. Chloe just has this magical ability not to catch feelings. So if you're like me and you do catch feelings, keep listening because I figured it out. I was not born like she was. Oh, yes. Um, oh, 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 but so my whole thing with not having feelings, this finally got broken by my now boyfriend, um, but it started out, well, first of all, I'd like to say he did have a girlfriend. <laughs> he had a girlfriend when we started hanging out. Hey, they were so did my parents, okay? When my dad started dating my mom, he broke up with his girlfriend, like, two weeks after they started dating or something like that. So, you know what? Maybe this will be love, Chloe. Exactly. But they were in an open relationship, so it wasn't like he was cheating or anything like that. My dad is um, not a cheater. I just need to preface that. They've been married for 30 years. Okay, keep going. Right. 
Okay, yeah. So he wasn't cheating on his girlfriend. They were in an open relationship, which was her idea. And he wasn't very happy in the relationship. It was kind of toxic for a while. Um, he ended up ending things with her. And that's when I finally was able to, like, open up to myself being like, okay, I think I'm actually into this guy. Because it was so much more than, like, the other hookups I had. Because we were spending Emily you All were, day, bro. They all would, all I'm like, day. oh, where's Chloe? Oh, in her boyfriend's room. I stopped living in my own room. I was living in his room. His roommate called me the third roommate. And we would wake up, like, get breakfast downstairs, go back up to his room, spend all day there. And still in my dumbass head where I had blocked out the ability to feel things, I was like, oh, no, we're just, like, friends who hook up. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> like, that's literally why, that's literally why he dated you, bro. Because you're like, I don't want to date you. So he had to work harder to chase you. Guys like the chase. Chloe what? caught her boyfriend without realizing she did it. Right, and then he finally, he broke up with his girlfriend, he admitted his, his, he admitted his feelings, I was like, okay, wait, me too, also my roommate called it way before, in the beginning she was like, no, you guys are into each other, this is gonna become something, and yeah. I was like, no, yeah. you're dumb, we're just bros, it's no big deal, and now we are dating, we are in a long distance relationship, because right, right, when we admitted our feelings, and like, it started to become, like, really, really good. Like, we were, like, pretty much together. Fucking coronavirus. It's set, set home from home, school. Bro. And that's, so, I live in Oregon. He lives in Massachusetts. Opposite side of the country. I'm like, okay, perfect. I finally get a guy, and we are across the country You're from each other. separated. So, this was awesome, and at first... I was kind of like, I don't know if this is even going to, like, work. We're just going to, like, kind of keep talking, see what happens. Neither of us really had high expectations for where it was going to go. We were kind of setting ourselves up for, like, the worst. But we started FaceTiming, like, every night going to bed back in March. And we're still doing it now. It is August. I visited him already. So I flew to Boston, stayed with his family for a week. And this Sunday, I'm going back to Boston and then we're driving from Boston to Oregon, um, oh so across the country road trip, and yeah, so now we're oh. in pretty solid relationship. Yeah, you guys are very much together, and I am very much not, so <laughs> we are representing both ends of the spectrum. We have advice for exactly. it all. Yeah, Emily has exes. I don't. I have random hookups. Emily doesn't really. I don't do that, really, no. And Ever. I have a current boyfriend. So we are kind of covering it all, I think. Yeah, when Chloe was single in high school, I was getting my heart broken. So, like, been there, done that many, many times. Um, kind of over it. you want to talk about one of those um, heartbreaks? Oh. On Should we... Should we talk about one of my heartbreaks? Hold on. So, just a little bit of background about me. I went to a private Catholic high school, and I had to go on a retreat my senior year. And I decided that I was going to write a piece when I was leading it. And this is what I wrote about. And it has to do with my original ex-boyfriend, Water Polo Boy, who broke my heart into a million pieces. But it's okay, and I'm here to tell you all about it. So let's get into it, and bear with me, it's a little bit long, but I promise it's worth it. 
As a teenager in high school, it is extremely common to find yourself overly concerned with your outward appearance and what others think of you. Whether we like it or not, our peers' opinions of us are often the central drive behind almost all of the choices we make. We work every day to better ourselves, trying out new hairstyles, buying trendy clothes, and even meticulously choosing the friendships we hold. I spent the majority of my sophomore year of high school doing everything in my power to make sure that I fit in. I had friends who I knew didn't care about my well-being, but at the end of the day, I didn't care because they raised my social status. As the year progressed, many of my friends had begun to find significant others, and although I had been talking to a few guys that year, nothing had ever stuck. I seemed to have the worst luck with guys. It was around this time when I'd started to feel how truly lonely I was. I watched all of my friends fall in love and go on dates with their boyfriends, and I felt completely left out. And yet, I'd never said anything to anyone, nor did I show it, because all I cared about was how others viewed me. So I continued acting the way I always had, smiling and laughing, joking with my friends, and now I was pretending not to third wheel. I was at my lowest point May of that year when something particularly interesting happened. I decided to go to my friend's middle school carnival and just have fun for the night. But I was stopped in my tracks when I saw him. He was tall, athletic, and incredibly handsome. As we were introduced by mutual friends, we immediately hit it off. He was absolutely charming, with each word that he uttered captivating me, drawing me in without even trying. After meeting him for the first time, we stayed in touch and talked on the phone practically every night. This was it, I told myself. I was falling for him. Having been told a week before we met that I wasn't worth dating because I wasn't beautiful to him caused his kind words to mean even more to me. A month passed and I was happier than I had ever been, constantly smiling from ear to ear. I finally had found the patch to fix all of the holes I had in my heart from previous wounds. I believed that he completed me. Things only progressed as we decided to become exclusive and I was head over heels for this boy, absolutely and completely allowing myself to experience every emotion he evoked. A few months passed and while I still felt the same way about him, something had changed between us. We were more distant and things felt somewhat off. The good morning texts and I love you slowed. We saw each other less. Our anniversaries didn't mean as much as they had in the beginning. I figured this was normal. As time goes on, people grow apart in relationships, but they can still be in love. I was wrong. This was just the beginning of the downhill slope I was about to venture on for the next seven months of my life. One particularly sour memory that stands out in my mind from around this time was on a beach trip we went on to try to mend our relationship. After a day spent together, it was time for us to drive home and I was ecstatic. I felt as though our relationship could go back to the way it had been and I would feel complete once more. However, as we were rushing to beat traffic, I managed to smash and cut open my toe in my car door. Rather than mending to my injury or at least acting interested, my boyfriend made me and I quote, hurry up and drive home. Experiences like these only became more frequent as the weeks went on. Despite there being so many reasons to have a clean break with this boy, I was left with one real friend in the late fall of my junior year. My best friend of seven years no longer spoke to me. She had managed to spread hurtful rumors and completely ruin my reputation at Alamany. If I thought I felt alone before I met my boyfriend, that was nothing compared to what I was feeling last fall. 
I sat in classrooms at break and lunch, going wherever my friend was, as I had no one else to be with. I was harassed on social media and in person. People snickered and called me horrible names. I had never been so hurt. How could I ever leave the person who I thought had loved me when I only had one friend to turn to? So I swallowed my pride and stuck it out. I began to sacrifice my core values because I was so afraid of being alone. Now, he truly was the only thing that could be used to fill all of the gaping holes that had just been ripped open, even though he was half-heartedly doing so. He became selfish. I was a burden to him. Spending time together suddenly felt like a chore, and I knew he didn't want me around. Not only was the boy I loved slipping away from me, but I lost something even greater over those next few months. I lost every single shred of self-respect that I had spent 16 years building up. I didn't care that the only way I would get to see him was if I drove to his house. He didn't want to come over anymore. When I would spend time with him, we would sit in silence on our phones, as neither of us had anything to say to each other. I used to cry in his bathroom, not understanding what I had done to push him away like this. And just like before, things between he and I only got worse. He would lie to me and tell me he was sleeping so he wouldn't have to text me. Another part of myself, gone. Time and time again, he made me feel like an embarrassment. He allowed his family to say incredibly rude things to me. He resented me when I succeeded. Another part of myself, gone. He would call me and tell me how he wasn't happy in our relationship anymore, that I was overbearing and maybe I wasn't worth his time. I apologized for making him feel that way. I thought it was completely my fault that our relationship was falling apart. Another part of myself, gone. The pain that he had caused me to feel through this emotional abuse was just as harmful as if he had beaten me. But above all else, the worst and most malicious thing that he ever did to me was to tell me that he loved me. He gave me just enough attention to keep me from leaving. I was so blinded by my need for a friend that I never realized everything that he had done to hurt me. If I didn't have him, I only had one friend and what would people think of me then? I prayed to God every night to bring back the boy from the carnival. But one day, I finally realized that I had been praying for the wrong thing all along. I didn't need a boyfriend to make me feel complete. Under no circumstances should I ever have voluntarily subjected myself to unimaginable amounts of verbal and emotional abuse. I had handed my boyfriend a beautiful, carefully sculpted glass heart and watched him put it on the floor and smash it with everything he had. And rather than working to put the pieces back together, I personally walked all over them to get to him, shattering my self-respect even more than he ever could have. About a week before we finally ended our relationship, I sat in my room alone and cried while writing the eight most important sentences I had ever uttered. I need to pause. The most important sentences that I had ever uttered. I am strong. I am powerful. I am beautiful. No man is worth my tears. I will not sit around and wait to be cared about. I will get what I want and I will not let a man decide what that is. By God's grace, I was able to rebuild the person I once was. 
I finally realized why God had never given me back the boy from the carnival. Just like an improperly broken bone, I had to be rebroken in order to fully heal. But this self-enlightenment did not happen overnight. I had to learn to become a disciple once more. Through great amounts of prayer, I realized just how many people I had lost while dating him. I had more friends than I originally thought, and these were the people through which God acted, blatantly showing me I am not worthless or an embarrassment. He helped to teach me to be someone who I know is worth loving, who I know is going to amount to something, someone who I know is capable of standing up for herself. I stand before you today confident in saying that I have true friends with bonds that were formed by God. I know that I am strong. I know that I am powerful. And I know that I am beautiful because I am exactly the person that God created me to be. I am a disciple and it is because of his guidance that I know I can be a follower that he would be proud to lead. So that is my little spiel about my relationship with Water Polo Boy. Um, I had that entire thing. <laughs> and also, I'd like to add, I know towards the end you touched on a religion, which for you, that was definitely like a part of it. But also, you don't have to be religious for any of this. Not like- at all. Oh my gosh. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, this was for my religious retreat, and that's talking about what I went through. And I mean, this was a big turning point for me because I was able to see like the problems that we had in our relationship. But I also, there was a lot that I did wrong in that that I didn't realize before. Because, guys, ladies and gentlemen, you need to listen up, okay? Guys do not work like girls, okay? If you have a guy and you're talking, you're in a relationship, you feel like things are going wrong, please, for the love of God, do not text them over and over and over. Or, like, when you're in person, asking if you're okay, asking if the relationship is fine. That is how you're going to push them away. It's going to drive them nuts, don't do it. Right. Anyone, anyone who has had any sort of relationship thing, I feel it can relate to at least a part of what you were talking about. And this also goes into, um, we have written down some questions. Yes. That I specifically received. Um, Send me them. questions on my Instagram or Chloe. Her Instagram is literally in my bio. We are accepting questions and we're going to feature them on here. We won't share your personal information, but like send us questions. Right. So we have five questions written down. The first one is about a girl being into a guy who doesn't like them back or want a relationship. And oh. Ev, I know you little bit of experience with this. <laughs> Ouch, so, Chloe, thank you. <laughs> let's listen about it. So, Chloe just said I'm ugly and that guys don't <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, but no, for real, this was like, so yeah, we've all been there. We all have the guys who are like, oh my god, I really like you, but like I don't know where I want this to go. Maybe I'm not in, like, I don't know. You know, it sucks. I've been there. Um, Girl, this is all I have to say. He will show you with his actions whether or not he wants to be with you, okay? I drove away this really great guy fall term of my freshman year of college. He was the closest I think I've ever been to really wanting to, like, commit and be with, like, a partner. Like, he was more like my partner than he would have been, like, my boyfriend. And it was amazing. But when things started to go south, we're going to call him Booty Boy. We're going to call him Booty Boy, okay? We are going to call him Booty Boy. 
Okay, that's what we're going to call him. And we will explain that in the next episode, why we call him Booty Boy. So you better tune back in for episode two of the podcast. Um, But Booty Boy was amazing, but he rushed a frat and got really involved with that. And I started to freak out like any normal girl would. I was like, oh, no, he's going out to all these parties, going to be with all the bitches. I'm never going to get my man back. And it's true because I pushed him away because I got needy and anxious and I would tease him about hanging out with other girls. And he got self-conscious about being friends with girls. Like what? That is the worst thing you can do when you first come into college. You should not be shaming your significant other for making friends with other people. Okay, they're growing and you're either going to grow with them or they're gonna grow away from you and you're gonna get hurt so you need to know that like your partner needs the space to be themselves and you gotta give it to them or you're gonna do what I did and you're gonna lose a great guy right and you also don't ever want to force a relationship like I know most people aren't necessarily trying to like force someone into liking them but guys if someone just 100% says, like, I do not want to be in a relationship. I do not like Mm -hmm. you. I don't want to be with you. Obviously, that's hurtful, especially if you're really into them. But you can't just bank on only that relationship because, first of all, even if you were to, like, convince them or get them in any sort of way. They don't want it. Yeah, you don't know if they're going to treat you right. If they don't like you and take those feelings, it's not going to be beneficial to you. No, literally, also, little um, interruption, there was just an earthquake here, so that was cute. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) It was literally just an earthquake. Um, But, no, guys, like, if they're not treating you right before you're dating them, why would you want to date them, okay? That's the, like, talking stage is when guys should be earning your attention. They should be earning your trust, earning you, okay? Don't just, like, give them everything you have right at the beginning. Give them all of your emotions. Say, I'm. it's only you forever, because then they're like, oh, she's always going to be here. I really don't need to try. And it's not even, like, them, like, thinking about it. It's subconscious, okay? It's like, oh, I can relax right now. Like, she'll text me back. Like, I really don't have to stress. And we do the same thing. Think about it. All those guys that'll slide in your DMs or even that one guy who will always hit you up and be like, hey, how are you? You know he's going to be there, so it doesn't matter to you. It's just like, oh, it's this guy again, okay? That's how your boyfriend will feel about you if you trap him in the relationship. Yeah, and obviously the earth agrees. They just shook the earth. Yeah, the earth just said, this podcast is it. You need to listen to episode two. (laughs) Okay. Next next question. question. (laughs) Uh, The next question, it's not even a question. It was something we read from one specific girl and Emily made me write down the words quarantine girl. Okay. Quarantine girl. Okay. So this is just, there are many girls, and I feel like kind of, not like obligated to tell you this, but like, girl, if he hits you up and you're hanging out during quarantine, you're going over during lockdown, you're not allowed to go out, all of like your friends, you're not going out he doesn't care about you. Okay. Maybe you found something new. Maybe you found something really exciting and it's great and you're going to date him. But if he has started acting sus since your town has opened up, 
he probably was using you during quarantine and you have to be careful okay look out for the signs these boys will do anything they can to get in your pants to use you for your attention whatever they want and that's not like a good for them good for them but don't get hurt okay right and similar to the last thing um, you wrote this down. Don't chase them when things are falling apart. Ugh. You don't want to push them. Do not yes. push them, okay? Chloe, I don't know if you're a full supporter of this, but I swear to God, if things are going bad in your relationship or the guy you're talking to, ask for space. Literally ask for space. Right. Okay, and we're going to do a whole segment. That will be the beginning of our next thing is how to keep your man when your relationship is falling apart because I'm going to tell you exactly what to do and what not to do straight from the source, guys. Okay, booty boy's best friend. Booty boy. Booty boy's best friend who's in a frat. I got the info. So, we have time for okay. one more question. Chloe, you pick it. Oh, one more? Okay, we have three more. I'll just go into... Okay, I'll go into the next one. And this one is kind of similar vibes as the last two. But it is being into your guy best friend. Tea. And not knowing what to do. And one specific detail is if they hang out with other girls or something, you might feel jealous. But okay. you aren't sure if you want to be with them specifically. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how the hell you're falling for your guy best friends because mine are disgusting. Same. Okay? Like, they're nasty around me. They're farting. Like, they're doing whatever they want because I'm a bro. But you know what? Props to you. If you've fallen in love with your guy best friend, they're probably it. You know them. You love them. Sorry, I also, like, sound like a teenage boy. I yell a lot at my job. I work with kids, you know. Um, but, Chloe, Chloe, what do you do? What do we have to do if we fall for our guy best friend? You definitely have to evaluate the situation. That's one of the biggest keys because, obviously, there are pros and cons to being with your guy best friend. Obviously, you already know them. You, especially if you're into them, you, like, can't necessarily help your feelings most of the time. No. But you have to evaluate if you think being with them will be worth it in the end. Because one of the biggest things is you don't want to lose that friendship, usually. No, and, like, that's the biggest thing. Exactly, Chloe. I couldn't have put it better myself. You literally have to decide at the end of the day. Let's say we do date. Let's say we full send it. We're going to go out, but it's horrible, and we break up. Would we try to remain friends, or would we know that this wouldn't work out? What do we want to do? Have a set plan from the beginning. And honestly, if you go into that relationship, when you're forming that relationship from friendship, you're going to have to talk about everything, okay? Like, it's best to have open communication with them. That's not saying, when I say open communication, I do not mean you are talking 24-7, telling them how much you miss them, all that stuff, because it's so easy to jump into that relationship. Do not, if you confess feelings for your guy best friend, do not automatically switch up and go, oh my God, I like you so much. You're giving him all of the power. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, I think a key is with 
talking about communication, it's not, like you said, it's not just constantly talking, no. but it's in the beginning setting guidelines of what you Expect. not want to happen, yeah. but, but like, say, like, be realistic, there's a good chance it won't work out. I'm yeah. just going to say it. There's a good chance most relationships don't work out, especially, I'm pretty sure this example was their sophomore year of high school. Yeah, you're so, young. We're all young. Yeah. Right. So you want to talk about if it were to fall apart, if you guys would want to remain friends, if you guys think that it would be best to kind of take some distance, all of that stuff. And I feel like you should make the decision on your own, too, thinking about what you think will better your life. Yes. And um, OK, literally, while we're still on this subject, um, Girls, we need to normalize waiting to get into relationships, okay? Because if you jump right in and make him your boyfriend, like, he's going to be your boyfriend, but he's not going to be your partner, okay? We're trying to form new bonds with people where it's like, oh, at the end of the day, like, you're still going to be there for me. It's like I'm choosing to have you in my life, okay? It's not like I need you. So, like, I kind of, like, I like the term boyfriend, but, like, I think partner, like, suits it better because it's, like, you're someone who's going to go through life with me. Like, that's what I want in a boyfriend. Like, when I say, like, boyfriend, I think, like, different guys that I'm, like, going out with, like, I'm seeing if I want to date them. Like, I actually want to cuff them. Whereas it's, like, if I had, like, a boyfriend, like, my partner... They would be, like, my significant other. Like, they matter to me. And I want to wait to get into that kind of relationship. Because with my perfect example with Water Polo Boy, okay, I thought I was in love with him only to come, like, six, seven months into our relationship. All he wants to do is play video games all day. Doesn't want to be adventurous. I'm sorry. That's not who I am. If only I had waited to date him and we had just been talking for five months, then I could have dipped without the pain and heartbreak that followed. Right. Yeah. But, um, Chloe, do you have anything else you would like to add? Any last little bits of advice before we get off? I mean, I feel like we touched on a lot of things. Also, I want to save save a little bit to talk about for you know other podcasts because hopefully we have some more coming soon period and i think that is all that we have to talk about today so i want to say thank you so much from the both of us we love you all if you're listening to this like thanks (laughs) that kind of seems crazy i know this is an hour of us talking there will be two people listening to this and yeah, and it's gonna probably go- going to be our friends in our sororities who probably won't even make it to the end. Um, right. <laughs> but thank you for listening, and we will see you guys at our next podcast. Go follow us on Instagram, TikTok, um, DM us with questions. We are always oh, here, and we will be responding. Questions. DM us with questions. We can try to answer them. We answered three today. We can answer more in the future. Um... Yeah. And guys, if you have any suggestions for a kind of name for our podcast, we are always looking for it. But in the meantime, lots of love from Chloe and Emily. Go out there and be that bitch. We will see you next time.